Hello everyone, welcome to Easy Keeper. I'm your host, Eckhart. And I'm your host, Jaden Cron. And this week we're talking about the movie Forsaken. We are. We're going we're going local today. This is a Alberta production, a local even Calgary production. Mm-hmm. Western. Yeah. Uh, starring Kiefer yeah. Sutherland and his father Donald Sutherland. And some other people too. Yeah, they're there, but yeah, not really. Uh, yeah, so let's get into it. Um, so the plot of this movie, basically, Kiefer Sutherland, he's the wanderer. He roams around, 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 and he kills people. But he doesn't want it anymore. So he goes home to his pa, and he finds he found out that his ma died. Uh, mm-hmm. And his pa is angry, but angry at him for not coming home earlier. And, yeah, it's just, it, the whole yeah. movie is just kind of a, them reconciling their past a lot of melodrama um and then in in amongst that there's this other plot of the there's this guy in in the town who's trying to who's uh weaseling out all the all the locals so he can take over their land uh and there's he's got he's got his uh, gang of hooligans out killing Mm -hmm. people and is Kiefer gonna stop him or is he gonna has he hung up the gun for good? That's the question. That's the that's the the question. And the other question is, will he ever be friends with his dad again? Yeah. Or will they just be angry at each other forever? The answer the is, is no. he, he will get the gun, and he will still be friends with his dad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What'd you think of this movie? Uh, I thought it was really good. I thought it was really good too. I thought. I mean, like, I thought it was. <sighs> I thought it was good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a... Like, it's never tries to be anything that it isn't. Yeah. Um, and it's not the most, you know, mind-blowing, greatest-made film of all no. time. But it's a good time. And it's it's worth a watch. Uh, honestly, especially if you're a Kiefer fan, that's, I think, what really made it for me was... He does a bunch of things in this movie, you know? He, he stands around and looks angry, but you also get him looking compassionate, but you also get him putting on his, I'm angry at you, I'm Jack Bauer face. Yeah, this is... Uh, I don't know, maybe this is just... I want to find Jack Bauer in every key for movie, but this movie's very Jack Bauer. Yeah. Yeah, this is... I could see... I can kind of see that. Like, especially some of the later seasons where it's just... He keeps being like, I'm out. But not really, I guess. But about I'm out of the game. <laughs> but not now. Yeah. Huh. It's just he, he he's really good at that kind of like the you know the reluctant warrior. Yeah. 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 Um it's it's very dramatic and 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 broody, you know. Everybody's kinda angry the whole movie. Yeah. Um it looks it looks good like it the movie looks good i will say that it's got a good i mean maybe that's just because i'm from alberta so i'm like yeehaw partner this is uh (laughs) this is the home front here (laughs) but uh you know just seeing all those trees all the time those mountains baby yeah i mean i personally most of the time when i see like a film that i know is shot in alberta i'm like oh yeah obviously Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is just Alberta, and it looks ugly. 
Yeah. But so and and I didn't have that reaction to this. I thought it looked they mm. they did a good job uh you know using the landscape that they had. Yeah. Cuz cuz they really they have they really just they're, they're at the town and then there's like a few farms and that's it. So Mhm. Yeah. Can we talk about we got to yes. talk about Dave Turner though cuz Dave Turner is one of my favorite characters. Hell yeah. Of all time. Dave Turner I, I was gonna say I feel like Kiefer Donald and whoever played Dave Turner are all on a different level from everybody else in this film. Yeah, so Dave Dave Turner. I mean, he he's kind of like he's sort of the villain, sort mm-hmm. of not. He's like the hired he's gun. He's a sympathetic villain. Yeah. He's the dragon, really, like in in trope terms, you know. He's the American dragon, Jake Long. Jake Long. <laughs> um. <laughs> I mean, also, this is directed by John Kassar, who directed a lot of 24. Yeah, I knew I recognized that name somewhere. Yeah, he did. How much of 24 did he do? I don't know. He did a lot of 24. He did. He was on the, the show from 2001 till 2009. So yeah. Did a lot of it. Quite um, a bit. Quite, quite a bit. Yeah. And, but, yeah, this uh, is, I mean, yeah. really, this, this is just like a... This movie is... You watch this movie to see the performances from Kiefer and Donald, and mm-hmm. I just I can't I can't get over the range of Kiefer Sutherland in this movie. Like, <laughs> it's he's just yeah. I forget he's a really good actor sometimes. He's a good actor, yeah. When he's not just being Absolutely. gruff and gruff, he's you know. He's a guy. When he's uh, when he's like crying with his dad in the church. Mm-hmm. In the church. Ooh. Ooh, that was a meltdown. A lot. It's a lot. Do gotta say, you know, pretty much everybody else that isn't Kiefer Donald or uh, Dave Turner is just kind of, they're just kind of there, you know. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, bud. Hey, uh, Dylan Smith as Little Ned. <laughs> yeah, the whole kind of gang uh, terrorizing the town. There's just a lot of yeah, like scenes where it just felt like they just didn't know the what they're trying to like the they didn't know what the line was supposed to be or like how it's supposed to be delivered like there's yeah. just a lot of weird weird performances yeah what do, what do you think of uh like the mate like the what was his name uh frank the frank kind of like the, the the leader of the frank was <laughs> funny man Frank's just, he's just looking like discount Owen Wilson out here being like, yeah, I'll kill you. <laughs> Whatever, dude. <laughs> I don't care no more. Yeah, he was good. Uh, yeah. I don't know if he was good in the way that the movie no. wanted him to be. But uh, he was good. He's entertaining to watch. Uh, similar thing, similar thing with, uh, in my opinion, although apparently this guy's actually been in a lot of things apparently brian cox is actually in things and is a real actor Mm. but uh as the as the i guess the technical true antagonist he's not i don't know he's just kind of there and they make them they make sure to let you know oh he's he hates women yeah he's very evil he oh he he says the f word a lot that's how you know he's real evil one of the things i found was just kind of weird about this movie like yeah i mean apparently it's an r-rated movie there's no reason for it to be 
Yeah, it doesn't add anything. And just um, kind of leaning over from trivia, but apparently they were like surprised by that. Which, like, you put several F-bombs in it. I don't know. Yeah, you cut that out. Maybe cut out the, the shot um, in the, at the bar fight at the end where it, like, zooms in on the guy's, like, the bullet hole in the dude's cheek. Um, yeah. That, like, when that happened, I was like, somebody on the FX team is proud of this, and I'm happy for them. Yeah. But, like, other than oh. that. Other than that, yeah. Like, you could you could easily cut those things out be the same dang movie like i just uh, kind of a weird choice <laughs> huh yeah yeah it's that's it... good i think you know like i i could i could nitpick a lot about this movie but overall i i enjoyed my time it was not not much that was was real special um yeah but uh, it's, a, it's a good key for performance, and that's what I uh, what I want. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I'm not typically I don't typically watch a lot of westerns, but yeah, you know, I mm. think they they may they they the story that they told and like making it it's father son. Okay, actually, okay, I'm gonna ask you something. Mm-hmm. I kind of I felt there's kind of like some very strong biblical t- uh, undertones that the whole thing it's part oh, yeah. of like the, the the reverend stuff but like i just get i'm fr- i mean i just yeah, get suspicious but... anytime a character's initials are jc well i mean the the movie is called forsaken yeah as in forsaken by god yeah like is he <laughs> like... is i feel like he was kind of trying to be a christ analog or a christ analogy oh well, you know i can kind of see that i guess yeah I, don't know. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't work entirely. Yeah. I just feel like well, I that guess... was. I, I feel like they're trying to go for that, and if that's what they were trying to go for, I. I don't think that really worked. Yeah. Yeah. He did have the doxology though, up on his wall. He did have that. So. It was pretty good. Um. Yeah, I did like the part when. Uh, um they oh god when donald sutherland's like lying in bed and he's like i wanted nothing more than to kill that man you know you're the same you're the same blood as me and i was like oh wow that's that's kind of nice that's kind of a good line to to have about in my opinion about like privilege of people who don't get to people who don't have to go to war yeah now i want to see a sequel uh like a spiritual successor like after nom (laughs) i'm sure that movie has about... to exist oh yeah no no but i mean with Kiefer sutherland and donald sutherland okay like i was gonna say there's probably one like that would... that's what would that's what would make it the spiritual success yeah um yeah i feel like because if they it, it is kind of like because they build it up the whole kind of thing is he just it's constantly like, like his patience is being tested you know he's like he gets pushed to the ground. He gets forced to like clean, yeah. some, clean up someone's mess. He like forced to ask permission from these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole thing is he's shown restraint. And it's just kind of like, it's just kind of weird that it ends with just a, gu- a big gunfight. Yeah, because like I agree, <laughs> it kind of just shows that like 
kind of just makes his whole journey of like not not yeah. killing these guys when he got there just kind of pointless because it just means that mm-hmm. more people died it just kind of seems selfish yeah yeah um absolutely i <laughs> i agree with that uh i was also thinking i think honestly i Here's what you do with this movie. Okay. You just make it not a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Great start. You cut out all the stuff about the land. I just want to see Kiefer Sutherland and Donald Sutherland in a drama working out their, you know, familial problems. That was the strongest part of this film. Yeah. And a lot, but a lot of those parts that were them, I was just kept on thinking to myself, this should have been a stage play. <laughs> or this could mm, be a stage play, you know? I could see that. Like, it's just, right? Not a lot of, um, you don't need a ton of set. Yeah. I could easily see, you know, in some of the scenes after Kiefer goes to bed, just like, um, Donald Sutherland, like, going into a monologue about the past. Oh. Yeah. I could... That's just because I love, I love, <laughs> I love theater, but, uh, yeah. I mean, because most of the strongest scenes, like, the strong scenes between Kiefer and Donald are just, them like sitting at the dinner table or something so yeah you could easily Mm -hmm. do this and just like pretty basic setup yeah and because really that's all you need because like those kind of like small intimate moments are the perfect setting for this Mm -hmm. yeah 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 i agree you know what this movie reminded me of yeah do you ever see uh quick and the dead by sam raimi that sounds familiar it's got sharon stone and she's a uh she's a cowpoke and uh she's uh, shows up in this old west town called redemption and uh anyway there's some guy and he's doing he's being an evil rich man in a western film and he's trying to get you know the town people to do something unethical or something and so she ends up joining this dueling competition to avenge her father's death. Um, and it also has Russell Crowe in it. In Like, in this movie's from you know, 1995, so this is, like, baby Russell Crowe and baby Leonardo DiCaprio. How have I never heard of, um, how have I never heard of Sam Raimi Western with Leo? Yeah, it's not, it's not an amazing movie. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's, it's, it's worth a watch because um because of the ramiisms that are there also russell crowe plays a character who has given up violence and is tested throughout the entire film to make him go back to being an elite hmm. gunslinger no where have i heard this yeah. before yeah sam raimi time traveled and stole this concept Mm-hmm. yep that's it that's the one that's how it happened that's what it be it do be like it be do do be do be do be do yeah yeah so is it a keeper yeah it's a keeper it's a keeper let's move on to trivia this is this is just gonna i mean this half of it is just gonna be me talking about alberta film but to be fair that's also a good chunk of the imtb trivia so mm-hmm. get off my back. Um, so this movie was shot at the CL Ranch, uh, which is outside of Calgary, and that's 
Uh, it's been used in it's been used in Fargo. You may know it from Fargo. Mm. It's been used. Uh, God, I had a page up. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, it's been used on a bunch of stuff. Um, I, in, mm-hmm. Interestingly, and only interestingly for me, but it was uh, the set of a uh, student production of, not my year, but of back in 2014, my program. They shot a film there. So it's it, it gets mm-hmm. yeah it's it's been around for a while. It gets lots of use. Um, but yeah, it was that was the set of the town, and then they filmed kind of in that area for the rest of the stuff. Um, it was, so the concept was, uh, Kiefer Sutherland was like very heavily involved in getting this film like off the ground. He, Hmm. uh, kind of started talking about this with, uh, John Cassar when they were working on 24. Um, Mm -hmm. he wanted to shoot a Western with his father. Um, and here's a sad one. Here's a sad piece of trivia. Kiefer Sutherland figured mm-hmm. that the filming of this movie was the longest amount of unbroken time he had spent together with his father in his whole life. So, that's that there. You know, I kept thinking about that during this movie. I was like, Dan, I was like, oh, this is nice. And I was like, wait a minute. This isn't necessarily representative of their... <laughs> this has, probably has nothing to do with their real life relationship. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, basically... Oh, here's here's a crazy piece of trivia. So the original editor's cut of this was three hours fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. There was a B plot about a young couple, um, with a relationship that paralleled uh, John Henry and his lost love Mary Alice. Oh. Uh, but they just kind of cut it out because they're like, yeah, we don't actually need that. Good. I'm happy they cut that out. <laughs> it's an hour and a half and it's it's a good you know like it's it's good it would it not be improved of the by time. an additional hour and that kind of subplot that's yeah doubling the length oh my i mean you know what credit credit to everyone involved there for having uh-huh. the the reason that having the, the sensible Inclusion sensibility. to just yeah the sensibility to just sometimes you gotta kill your babies. Uh, yep, that's true. Oh. That is too much. Wow. Let's move on to reviews. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, I got one coming to you from Soul Angel eighty eight. Five stars. What a movie! Great afternoon cowboy western to watch. The Sunderland family was dot dot dot. Oh boy, dot dot dot. What a movie. Great afternoon cowboy western to watch the Sunderland family was great. Donal looked great and Kiefer was cool and a true actor. Dot dot dot. Love it. Dot dot dot. Intense and great viewing. Dot dot dot. Thank you, Soul Angel 88. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. It's good. Yep. The good old Sunderlands. The the Sunderlands, Donal and Cooper. We got a one-star rating from from G.E. Sim. Not seen. (laughs) Have not had time to watch it yet. Hence rating. (laughs) (laughs) 
who rates a movie one star because they haven't had the time to watch it. I mean, if I don't have the time to watch that must mean it's a bad movie. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, Here's one from Gordon Schick. Uh, five stars. I recommend. Good duster. So, yeah, yeah I guess Gordon Schick's using the DVD or the Blu-ray to uh, clean his cabinets. Yeah. Yep. And it's good for that, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go with White Dragon's four-star review. It's... I'm already excited. It's a good, solid Western. Worth a look. Kiefer Sutherland is no Clint Eastwood, and he'll never be tall enough, rough enough, or mean enough. He's about halfway there in this Western movie. That's a bit short on running time. Brian Cox is no Gene Hackman or Richard Harris either. He ain't big enough, suave enough, or cold-blooded enough. He's about halfway there, too. This movie has great promise, good script, and good storyline, but the running time didn't allow the subplots or the ending to pan out enough. Suffice to say, this is no Unforgiven. It's about halfway there. But you should take it for what it is, and who is in it. The start was good, and the middle section was just coming to the boil, but had this movie had an extra 20 minutes to develop itself a bit further, we'd have seen a proper comeback from old Mr. Sutherland. But as it stands, this was a competent effort, worth watching with enough grit, steel, and a proper western mentality to watch all the way to the end. The real-life father-son combination works on screen, too. But this isn't Young Guns. It lacks a bit in the action department. There are no wild chases through the woods or on horseback. It's a bit one-paced in that sense. What? What the hell does that mean? I like the story, and even if he rides off with no woman or place to especially go, he's fulfilled what he went back to do. Didn't like the swearing that only came later on by Brian Cox's character. Why only him and no one else? Either have it full on or not at all. No point, just one character that otherwise uses big words to swear too, and no one hardly else doing the same. I guess that's a grab with the running time and lack of action. Three things missing for only four stars. I don't know what the hell he just said, but you know what? I like the cut of his jib. Yeah. He's, he's halfway there. <laughs> he's, you know, yeah. What? It's not concise enough. It's not, you know, it ain't. It ain't. <laughs> it ain't pointed enough. It ain't, uh, it ain't heartfelt enough. He's about halfway there. Also, uh. Kiefer, like, swears several times, so know your facts. Yeah. Come on. Watch the dang movie. It's true. Is that is that it for reviews? Uh, I'm gonna try and find one okay. more. I wanna I wanna find someone who really hated this movie. Okay. Who really you know like went out of their way to uh. Here I go. Here I got one from. <laughs> okay, well, wait. Who do you got? From who? I got one from Andre LeBlanc. Okay, I was just about to read. that Okay, one. no, you, you go. go you go. It. Okay. One star. I don't like westerns. <laughs> I don't like westerns. The man That's doesn't like review. westerns. I don't know what to tell you. Okay. Well, at least he gave us his honest. At least he gave us his honest opinion. At least you know? we we he might have watched it. You don't know, but. That's true. That's well, then we can save for some. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get. Oh no! Never mind. Here's here's one. Okay. Here's one. Uh, this it's three stars. Okay. From coming to us from Car ninety nine, where are you? Um, oh. Forsaken is forgettable, that's for sure. 
I think I've seen thousands of movies with father and son and daughter's emotional struggle in movies before, so it's nothing that's bloody new to me. I've seen it on TV shows for that matter. Just watch Dr. Phil. Heck, I have it in my family. You know that saying, where's your John Henry? He just came back from the war. We don't know where, but he did. But first, let me get the story out of the way. The first scene shows a woman with a dead kid that we find out later he killed. This is why he doesn't want to fight or kill anyone. I'm telling you this so you don't waste your time. If you've watched you Walk Among the Tombstones with Liam Neeson, why he started drinking, he did the same thing, but then whoever directed this one took all those, and I mean all those other Western, but for the love of me, didn't didn't roll them all into this one. We only get the Clint Eastwood side of things. Actually, I don't know if John Wayne had that experience in his movies. Have to go back and check. Why make this movie? This is what I'm asking myself, is to make Kiefer Sutherland look like an idiot wiping liquor off the floor, and then the guy's boots and then gets the crap kicked out of him, just like Eastwood getting whipped in that other Western in that other western remember that one no i sorry that's the first oh no there's been a couple of periods no, yeah, that, there's been that a was couple, the first period i noticed it's been <laughs> quite a few quite a few quite a limited number of sentences for quite a few words yeah no i never have started it that way the very first time we encounter that guy at the bar and he under, uttered one word to john henry john should have said to him mister and then he laughs john said yes mister if you move i will snap your neck so go ahead move <laughs> now that would have been classic movie making you have to set a precedent or they'll walk all over you i mean the guy have seen the guy have seen what war can do to people and what people are capable of doing to others why stop now you have two of best guys to play a villain in this movie, and you use one of them, Michael Wincott, as a sidekick. <sighs> Makes no sense. The other one, the other Brian Cox, striker, X-Men, who is good but not the full ten potentially capable of doing <laughs> Why do people write six or seven words in their review and think it's okay to give the movie five stars? Really? That's how much time you spent watching it? <laughs> Forsaken is forgettable. That's for sure. What the? hell was any i'm looking at this, this this person's other reviews i need to know i need to know <laughs> if they're all oh. like that um here I'm, yeah. yeah i don't actually care they they all do seem no they, they seem to kind of understand uh punctuation and other ones so yeah that was but they're still in the wild too much. Too much. Too um, much. Okay, and then I have a light palette cleanser. This one's also three stars. Uh, this one's from Jeff Haney. How the West was meh. An entirely mediocre and derivative unforgiven wannabe plagued with financial problems, which show through the seams. No, that's just I Calgary. I only bought it because my... I only bought it because my friends and I appeared in it. I'm ter- two church rows. I'm in church two rows in front of Miss Demetria Moore, and then outside the church when Donald Sutherland exits. Hell yeah, Jeff. Hell yeah, that's a good old Calgary filmmaking right there. That's a, That's it, folks. <laughs> I, don't know, I thought the production value was pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was. They they make like they yeah, make that set look good. They, they have some good. They have some good color palettes in, in this movie. Like I don't know about you, but I really liked when uh, when Donald Sutherland got stabbed. Yeah, it was a good scene. Yeah, there was like you know, it's. I mean, it's a generic set, but like, yeah, the interiors are good. They got good costumes. Mm-hmm. They got you know that it's. I don't know what you want. You, if you were, uh, I find that surprising for someone who was on set and would mm-hmm. know. It's like, come on, you know what's going on here, bud. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's move on to news. 
Okay. So no, I, I, I know I promised Who's before in? that we would the Quibi. We would be talking about Quibi for a while, but Quibi's day of reckoning is upon them, and we are here to laugh in their grave. <laughs> in their face. Well, soon to grave. be grave. Um. So y'all may have noticed. Uh, may have read a few articles. Uh, Quibi that uh. <laughs> That that uh, short form uh, mobile only streaming platform uh, created by Jeffrey Katzenberg, not doing too good, mm-hmm. is it? No, no, they. I don't. I don't think so. They didn't meet their targets. Weirdly enough, now there's just a bunch oh. of articles coming out that are saying, "I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I'm, I don't want to say yeah. that we were right and that we've been right from the start before everyone else, but that's exactly what's been happening." Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody ever disagreed with us i just don't think anybody knew about exactly. what it was we've been saying we were from... the voice in the desert crying <laughs> prepare ye for kiwi to die quibi to die you can say whatever you want it's a dying service that's true quibi um we've been saying from literally our first episode it's the dumbest idea and guess what everyone agrees but yep. we've, I've learned, I've done some digging, and I've learned some fun mm-hmm. new facts about Quibi. So, um, Quibi was created to screw over union workers. To those of you who aren't familiar with uh, union stuff, with the film industry, the film industry's union is pretty, is, is pretty strong. They, you know, they. Mm-hmm. Y- you either you're working union, or you have union workers on your set, or you don't have a set. Uh, for anything big budget so um quibi they uh it, their trick is they exploit a loophole in a recent contract about uh, dig- new digital media um and basically there's a bunch of union guidelines they don't have to follow on a quibi production that's that is why they did they there's a service now that breaks up movies into 10 minute chunks because if they're 10 minutes they don't have to have credits in a certain way they don't have to pay people in a certain way the whole thing so now we finally understand. Also, Jeffrey Katzenberg went on a podcast recently um, because they they had started a podcast to review Quibi shows and they had Quibi in their name, and they'd gone to cease and desist from Quibi. And Jeffrey Katzenberg went on their podcast to apologize for them. So this is an open invitation, Jeffrey Katzenberg. You are welcome on yeah. our show to come apologize to us. Mm-hmm. Still not a single word from them about about the fugitive. So Wow. Yeah. This is So that's been that's uh, been your Quibi update. Mm-hmm. I, I said it before I said it again. We will be here when they no longer are. Yeah. Unless yeah, we get bored of doing this. Live... Then maybe not. I don't I don't think I'm not gonna get bored. Exactly, so we're gonna outlive Quibi. I can, I can outlive Quibi. We can. That'll be Quibi. easy. Heck yeah! So yeah, what are we watching next mm-hmm. week? Okay, you can choose between the Flatliners remake <laughs> or uh, the Bay Boy. Uh, I guess we're doing Bay Boy, huh? Heck yeah! Here we go, <laughs> Bay Boy. Let her rip. <sighs> Letter rip, letter box. Letter. 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 You know, 
Letter <laughs> Kenny. Sorry, it's just gonna be funny when we finally watch, you know, all the ones we really, really don't want to see, and so we'll need to come up with something to get the other person to watch the movie we actually want to watch. So it'll just be like, uh, we could rewatch Desert Saints, or <laughs> we could read Marmaduke fan uh. fiction, or. <laughs> Just give me a second here. I'm looking up some Armadillo fiction. <laughs> you. Anyway, Thanks, yeah. Thanks, Kaya, for uh, our podcast art. Um, go check out links to her work in the description down below. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks to Kevin McLeod for theme music, sax, rock, and roll. Go check out those links in the description. Uh, follow us on Twitter at HKPod. Mm-hmm. It's popping off there all the time. Um, yeah. Go follow us on Instagram at HKPodcast. Also popping off there. Uh, mm-hmm. Send us a review on iTunes. Don't send us a review. Submit a review to Lightest iTunes. One. That's the one. Yeah, I'm doing. Review us. <laughs> uh, I need those. Perf- I need those quarterly performance reviews, Johnson. I need them on my desk by Thursday. And it's Thursday, yeah. so better get on it. Oh, <laughs> better get on it. Uh, uh, send us a message on Anchor. Do yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, tune in next week when we watch, when we discuss the Bayboy. Yep. It's going to happen. It's going to be It's gonna happen. a time. It'll be good. So, yeah, but be I've been good. your host, Hakula Duke. I've been your host, Jaden Cron, and this has been He's, He's a, a Keeper. keeper. Duke stories on Wattpad. <laughs> These are the Marmaduke stories. That's my favorite the, the... supernatural. Here we go. Marmaduke TV RP series. by Wubbers 3. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>